All right, welcome to Daily Power Parsha. This is our daily look at the Torah portion in order to be inspired and to live with the times. So I, I've said this a bunch of times in the past, but I always like to, I always think of this and I, it's always good to remind ourselves. So the, uh, the author of the founder of Chabad once told his chassidim, Medarf Labim Mitzayt, you have to live with the times. And the, uh, the students were wondering, what does it mean, live with the times? Like, what, we're supposed to be all modern? This is back in, like, you know, ancient Russia. Not ancient, but, like, a few hundred years ago. It's like, live with the times? What, wear, um, like, the boots of a Kazakh and carry a rifle? Like, what, what does that mean? I don't know much about Russian culture back then. So I'm just, I'm going with Kazakhs and rifles. Um, and the vodka they were already drinking. So, like, what does it mean to live with the times? So... Um, the author of his brother explained, no, it means living with the, the Torah portion of the week. And how do we live with the, with the weekly parasha, with the weekly Torah portion? It's by studying it a little bit each and every day. And that's what we do with DPP. That's the goal. Hey, Joy. Welcome. Welcome from sunny Florida. It's good to see you. I don't know why. It just looks Floridian. Just like the whole, it just kind of has that, has that vibe. It just because I know, but also it's just, I can, I can sense it. All right, so let's jump in. I'm going to share my screen. And we are going to learn and study the fourth reading. Here we go. Ooh, we had so much action yesterday. Like, so much action. They ran out of water after Miriam passed away. Moses hit the rock instead of speaking with the rock. Moses is told, you're not going to go into the land of Israel because of that. A whole situation, we explained at length the idea of hitting versus speaking, different forms of leadership, mentoring, teaching, parenting, etc. On to today's topic. This is after, remember, this is after Moses is told that he will not let, um, lead the Jewish people into the promised land, but he's still the leader until at such point in time that he's no longer, he's still the leader. And so, he's still taking the lead with moving the nation forward. So take a look at what happens next. Moses, sorry, number, Moses, number chapter 20, verse 14. Moses sent messengers from Kadesh to, this, to the king of Edom. Kadesh is where they were just encamped and Miriam passed away and they had no water. Okay, so Moses sends messengers to the king of Edom. Edom was one of the nations that the Jews wanted to pass through to go to the land of Israel. They were not in Israel. They were on the way, and the Jews wanted to pass through the land. So Moses, as the leader of the Jews, sends a message to the king of Edom. So says your brother, Israel. Your brother. Why your brother? You know who Edom is? You know who Edom's ancestor was? Esau, the brother of Jacob. Right? Remember the twin brothers? Yaakov and Esau, Jacob and Esau. So Edom is Esau's nation. And the message is, so says your brother Israel. Israel is Jacob, right? So we're cousins. So here's the message. You know all the hardship that has befallen us. Our fathers went down to Egypt. Gives them the whole story. Our fathers went down to Egypt. And we sojourned in Egypt for a long time. And the Egyptians mistreated us and our forefathers. We cried out to the Lord and he heard our voice. He sent an angel and he took us out of an angel and he took us out of Egypt. And now we are in Kadesh, a city on the edge of your border. 
So what's the request? That's a nice history lesson, but new, what's the ask? So what do you want? Right? Somebody launched into the whole spiel. So you have a minute. All right. So turns out that I was, you know, okay, what's the new? What do you, and so what do you want? Here's the request. Please let us pass through your land. We will, pa- we will not pass through fields or vineyards. So we're not going to trample anything, nor will we pick from your food, nor will we drink well water. We're not going to take your resources. We will walk along the king's road. You know what that is? That's the highway. We're going to go on the main roads. We're not going to go into private property. We're not going to trespass. We're not going to eat of your resources. We're not going to consume your land. We're just going to go down the king's road, and we will turn either to the right or to the left until we have passed through your territory. So we're not going to bother you. We're not going to fight with you. We're not going to steal from you. We're not going to taste test from you. Nothing garnished. We're just going to pass through. Adam replied to him, You shall not pass through me, lest I go out towards you with a sword. Wow. Talk Rabbi, about... Yeah. Rabbi, can you just clarify, please? So, I mean, right now, Moses and the people of Israel are still in the circular part of the desert. I'm going to show you. I have... I'm going to stop sharing so that you can see me uh, um, better. I'm going to show you a beautiful, it's one of the better images that I've ever seen about this, um, or, or on this, a beautiful map of exactly this journey. Okay, you're going to love this. It's going to, it's going to just, sh- just uh, be a great visual to go along with our conversation. Hold on. Flipping pages. So where, what is Moses said messengers from Kadesh. Here we go. You see this? Now I'm looking at it backwards, so it's going to be, it'll be a work in progress. Okay, you ready? So Mount Sinai is there. They travel Mount Sin- from Mount Sinai to Kadesh Barnea. Kadesh, the same place that we're at now. That's when they sent the spies. The spies went in, they were supposed to go in, and then that was the mistake of the spies. They traveled in a circular fashion for 40 years. They got back to where they started, back to Kadesh Barnea. And now they're supposed to enter the land. Look at that dashed line. Look, what the land, look at the land that that goes through. Edom. Is, is in between Kadesh and Israel. Yeah. You, can you, is it backwards for you is it, or you can read it? Oh, it looks good. No. Oh, it looks good. Okay, good. So, yeah, you see that? So that's where they were. That's Canaan. That's, that's Israel. So they, they were in the south, so they were supposed to go straight through the land of Edom. But say it again? Yes, yes, yes. Or walk through or highway rights, right? And Edom says no. So that forces the Jews to go around and enter from the top, right? From the top uh, the western side. That ba- that's ba- and that's and that's what happened. That's that's where they went in ultimately to Israel. But you see what happened, they had to go around because they were blocked out. By the way, they weren't only blocked out of, of, of Edom, they were blocked out of other countries also. They had to kind of sneak through ultimately to get in. But it's, um, it was a little unexpected because at the end of the day, Edom, you know, although Jacob and Esau had their issues, they made up. They were, at the end of the day, they, they had kind of made peace with each other. And these were cousins, right? And no, no dice. You know, no dice. What are you going to do? 
just reading because he wants Moses wants to oh the people are going to start the journey now towards Israel. Yeah, this is it. This is the final. This is the final step of the journey. This is after the forty years. This is the well at the end of the forty years. So it's now time to move. God has told him he's not going to lead them into the land, but he can get them to the border. And to get to the border, you got to go through Edom, or the easiest way would be to get through Edom, but no dice, right? As we see over here, just to kind of reset this, um, Edom replies in verse 18, you shall not pass through me, lest I go out towards you with a sword. That's not even a veiled threat. That's straight up a threat. It says, don't go through my land, or else I will go out towards you with a sword. Lest is kind of like, yeah, that's going to happen if you do that. If, if, you, if you try to break through our land, we're going to come out and fight you. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's unfortunate. Now, they press back. The Jews press back. The children of Israel said to him, to the king of Edom, we will keep to the highway. Right? That's what they said before, but they're, they're, they're doubling down. We'll keep to the highway. And if we drink your water, either I or my cattle, we will pay its price. It is really nothing. I will pass through on foot. Right? No big deal. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to... Nothing will be depleted from you. Adam says no. But he said, you shall not pass through. And to further bolster the no, Adam came out toward them with a vast force and with a strong hand. In other words, they came out threatening. They came out with... I see. Yeah, Joe, exactly. They came out with a threat. They said, yeah, and, and, they, and they came out with force, with a vast force and with a strong hand. Bottom line, Edom refused to allow Israel to cross through his territory, so Israel turned away from him. So there's a few, a few lessons to this right here. Uh, and I'm just going to start with the lesson from this last verse. So Israel turned away. Not every battle has to be fought. Not every battle has to be fought. If it's no, you have to ram it down the other person's, uh, uh, ram it down their throat, yes. Sometimes, perhaps, but here we see a different, a different approach. You don't want us to go to, through your land. You're going to come out and fight. We don't want to fight. We're just going to go around. We have a plan B. It's not ideal. It's more of a journey. It's longer. It's whatever. But nonetheless, uh, better than, uh, than, than starting a war with, uh, with, with the family. Let's toggle some Rashis. Let's toggle some Rashis so we can... Um, uh, see some deeper insights. This is great. So the message came from your brother Israel. So Rashi says, why did Moses says, give the message in the name of your brother Israel. So Rashi, why did he see fit to mention brotherhood here? What's, what's, what's brotherhood? However, he said to him, we are brothers, sons of Abraham. To whom it was said, your descendants will be strangers in a land which is not theirs. And both of us are responsible for, for fulfilling that obligation. In other words, God promised Abraham, right? Your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs. You're going to be displaced. We've been displaced in Egypt. Now it's your What's the message? Now it's your time to be displaced. They weren't displacing them. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure the nuance over here, but either way, they're citing this idea of all descending. We're all descendants of Abraham, and that's it. Now you know all the hardship. Therefore, your father parted from our father. Right? You know the hardship. There was a family feud, Jacob and Esau. 
As it says, he went to a land because of Jacob's brother. That is, because of the debt that was imposed upon them, and he, Esau, cast it onto Jacob. So, yeah, there was, um, there was challenges, and then there was, it was repaired, and now, we're, now we want to go through. So, Egyptians mistreated us. Rashi says we endured many hardships. Um, and our forefathers. Take a look. The Egyptians mistreated us and our forefathers. What does that mean? Look at Rashi. From here we learn that when Israel is afflicted with punishment, the patriarchs grieve in the grave. Look at that. The patriarchs grieve in the grave. When a Jew suffers, when a Jew suffers, then the patriarchs also suffer. That's, that's heavy stuff. That's a heavy stuff. Um, one second. Shalom, it's in the back. It's the, that, that, the belt line door. So, so yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's, we're not alone, is the point. Take a look. God heard our voice. Rashi says, through the blessing that our father Isaac gave, the voice is the voice of Jacob. That gives us the power of prayer. When we cry out, we are answered. That's what the Midrash says. Ah, remember what the, remember what the message was? We were in Egypt, and we were enslaved, and it was terrible, and then we cried out, and he heard a voice, and he sent an angel. Which angel did God send? I don't remember God sending an angel. Look at Rashi, an angel. This refers to Moses. Look at that. Moses is called an angel. Isn't that great? From here we derive that the prophets are called angels. And it says they mocked the angels of God. All right, so they mocked the angel of God. Could be, could be referring to the prophets, not actual angels. So again, really, I think it's a, it's, to me it's a pretty endearing term. To call uh, Moses an angel. So would Elijah also be in that? Category? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. Elijah's—he's uh, the bomb. He's the dude. He's the only guy that went up to heaven alive, according to our tradition. Yeah, according to scripture. That's pretty cool. He took his body. Can you imagine like everyone else is like disembodied souls, and there's one guy with a body. It's like. How does he? I guess he's got. He's still got skills. He's still got some sort of, you know, ability. Hey, Mark, welcome. But yeah, that Elijah does not miss a party. I mean, he is. Okay, take a look. Ooh, I like this one. Hold on, let me check something out. Yeah. Okay. So the, here was the ask, right? So they asked Edom, the king, please let us pass through your land. Look at Rashi. You have no right to contest the inheritance of the land of Israel since you did not pay the debt. Wow, now we explain the first Rashi. Remember this first one that I was like, what's, what's, uh, the, what, was the, what was this about? Now that Rashi just clarified what it means. You ready for this? Let me explain. God told Abraham that your descendants will be exiled. So the Jews are telling the Edomites, we took all the heat. You're also descendants of Abraham, and you were never exiled. We suffered for 210 years in Egypt, but you didn't. The least you can do. If we took, if we took all the heat for the mishpacha, right, it's like, right, they were cousins. We got all the slavery. You got none of the slavery. The least you can do is let us pass through. Are you with me on the logic? Again, you have no right to contest the inheritance of the land of Israel since you did not pay the debt. You were not exiled. You don't, you don't get to go in. So now, help us a little. Let us pass through your land. That's the same Midrash Tanchuma Chukah 12 and, and, and uh, um, 
Numbers Rabbah or uh, Bamibar uh, Rabbah 1915, that was the first Rashi. Next, nor will we drink well water. He should have said water from cisterns. However, Moses said, though we have mana to eat and a well from which to drink, we will not drink from it, but we will buy food and drink from you for your benefit. Look at this. Here we have a deeper insight into what the Jews were saying to Edom. We have our own food. We have our mana from heaven. We have a well. They didn't need to buy any food. But what he was saying is that we're actually going to be good tourists and support the local economy. We're going to go buy your boiled peanuts and your, um, what's a drink native to Georgia? I don't know. We're going to buy this stuff, right? We're going to, what was it? Coca-Cola. Oh, Coca-Cola, obviously. Coca-Cola, hello. What am I thinking? We're going to buy the Coca-Cola and the boiled peanuts. Sweet tea, exactly. No problem. So Moses is saying it's going to be a benefit to you. It's not going to harm you in the slightest. On the contrary, we're going to pump dollars or shekels into your economy. It's going to be amazing. Take a look. Here's a moral lesson. You weren't expecting this, right? We weren't expecting, I don't mean you. I mean, we weren't expecting this. Now we have a lesson in life. Here we go. From here we learn, says Rashi. That even if a guest has his own provisions, he should buy from the shopkeeper or householder to benefit his host. So if you're staying at a bed and breakfast, even if you brought your own food, give a little money to the gift shop. Give a little money to the, to the, to the restaurant, you know, with the coat. Support your local economy. Look at this. A Torah instruction. You're traveling on an old country road. And you see, you know, oranges or peaches. Give a few bucks. You, 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 maybe you don't need it. Doesn't matter. It's good to support the local economy. Isn't that a nice lesson? I think it's a nice lesson. Right? Farmers markets, etc. Make it happen. That is a good thing. All right. Okay. I'm getting buzzed from the back door, but somebody else has got it. Okay, here we go. We will walk. I have this new thing, as you guys know, right? This new um, phone. I can slide to get the Beltline door open. So it's a blessing, but also sometimes it hits at inopportune moments. Let's continue. We will walk along the King's Road. We will muzzle our animals so they should not turn to either side to eat. So the animals won't be grazing on your food. Um, however, the response is, nope. No, you shall not pass through me lest I go out to, to you, uh, towards you with the sword. Rashi says, um, that Edom's reply is, you pride yourselves with the voice your father bequeathed you. And declare we cried out to the Lord and he heard our voice. But we will go out against you with what my father bequeathed me. You shall live by the sword. Remember Jacob and Esau, they were twins but opposites. Jacob was the voice and Esau was the hands and the sword. So you use your voice to cry out to God and we're going to come at you with arms, with weapons, with swords. Um, Rashi says it is really nothing. The Jews try to, you know, press again and say, no big deal. We're just going to come through. It's really nothing. There's nothing to harm you. It's not going to hurt you. And they come out once again with a strong hand. And again, with our grandfather's promises, Rashi, the hands are the hands of Esau. And that is how the story ends. Okay, so what's the, and that's it for today. Because tomorrow we don't have JLI. So tomorrow we are DPP. Same bad time, same bad channel. So we're going to do five, and then Friday will be six and seven. So we're on the, on the regular schedule. We're not going to miss Thursday. 
Um, so, so we'll end it right here. Uh, I, just, so just to reiterate a few points that I think are very powerful. So point number one, somebody asks a favor, our default should be more inclined to do it than not to do it. It's not nice what Edom just did, right? Edom, I mean, even not, not, not even considering that the fact that they're family, mishpacha, and family should take care of each other, somebody asks a favor and it's no, it's no sweat, um, or whatever the language is, it's no, it's not, it's, it, it causes no difficulty, so do the favor. This one benefits and that one benefits, right? I don't know. You know, the Jews had a target on their backs. First of all, Jews always have a target on their backs, right? It's, it's, but, I mean, look, everyone knew they were going to go into the land of, uh, they were going to head to the land of Canaan. It was a promise that everyone knew, certainly Adam knew. They had been targeted by Amalek and other nations. Um, I don't know, it's hard to say why. I don't know, I don't know that we need to give a reason why. It's just, you know, people don't like, uh, they, wanted to, they, they wanted to stop the progress. Make it more difficult. Right. It's unfortunate, especially because it's family. I mean, not that it was always a, a very you know peachy relationship over there, but you know it's it's unfortunate when it when it comes to that to that point. But again, for us, the message is: if it's no, I don't even know the expression. If it's not if it's not too difficult, and it benefits the other one, so do the favor, right? It's 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 being a mensch, being a good person, especially when it's family. Um, maybe don't hold grudges. That's another message that we can learn. You know, there was, there was some, some old wounds, some old scars. Yeah, eventually Jacob and Esau made up, but the scars were old. There were, there were old scars there. So the idea is make up. It's better to make up than to hold on to grudges. Um, yeah. Um, you know, the verse, it says, that's what uh, Adam said to him, you shall not pass through me, lest I go forth against you with the sword. Yeah. And have a note, have a note from Tom. Whatever that is. Yeah, the midrash. It says with the sword, uh, rather than the uh, cheret, which is with a sword. Uh -huh. Applies the particular sword, namely the sword with which Adam and slash Esau was blessed. Yeah, exactly. They're going, and and that really was was the next thing that I wanted to say. Thank you for sharing that. That basically, there's two approaches. I mean, just general approaches. One is with the Voice and one is with the hands, kind of like what we said yesterday. And you know what? To me, I'm just thinking of this now. I, I don't remember seeing this in a commentary, but I, I think it's kind of related. The story of hitting the rock or speaking to the rock. Isn't that kind of a slimmer theme in two days in a row? Right? We have the idea of, of using our hands or using our voice. And we see the contrast. Here you have the Jewish people who are asking permission to go through and promising they're not going to take anything. And they're going to only support the local economy and not harm it. And Esau comes out, and Edom comes out with hands. And the idea here is that, that, that the voice is always preferable to the hands. We're never, we're never supposed to resort, not never, but the first resort is, is never supposed to be violent. Now, if you have to defend yourself, etc., and, and there's no other way, okay, fine. So you, you have to defend yourself, you have to defend yourself. But the first response should be with the voice. Let's negotiate, let's talk it out, and let's, let's, let's come to some sort of agreement. So in the kind of in the, in, in, the, in the clash of titans between the voice of Jacob and the hands of Esau, the Torah is clearly telling us which way to go. In the clash between speaking to the rock and hitting the rock, the Torah yesterday told us which way to go. Speak to the rock, don't hit the rock. It's kind of, it's, to me, it's a very similar theme 
two days in a row, two, two, two readings in a row. And the last message, of course, sorry, two more messages. Support your local economy, as I mentioned before. And the final message is, not every battle needs to be fought. Just because they don't want to, they don't want to let you in the land, okay. They're, they're being obnoxious, okay. They're not being a mensch, all right, that's on them. I have to fight them to prove that they're not being a mensch. Does that make me more of a mensch? I don't know, maybe not. Maybe I don't need to fight it. Rabbi? Yeah. Do you think there's anything to, uh, regarding the rock that the rock also has a soul, so be gentler to the rock? Do you think there's anything to that? And listen, we know in Kabbalah that rocks have, have souls, right? The Arizal said that a stone, a rock, has a soul. So um, can we say that by hitting it, it's, um, it's, 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 it's an affront to the actual soul of the stone? You could say that, especially when God says, speak to the rock. If God said, hit the rock, then, you know, and you say, I'm sorry, but God told me to hit the rock. I don't, I, I don't necessarily know why, but this is what I must do. But if God says... Similar to what you're saying, like, not every battle has to be fought. So, I mean, it could also be within ourselves, try to be more gentle than right away go to the forceful thing. Exactly, exactly. And sometimes if we, if we encounter someone who's being obstinate, do we have to go on a tirade to, to push our way through and to prove them wrong and to prove us right? It might feel, you know, our righteous indignation might build and say, how dare you? I can't believe it. You know, you're wrong. I'm right. And we're going to prove it to you and you're going to come out to us with a sword. Oh, ho, ho. Now the battle's on. But you know what? Take the gentler approach. Listen, I'm with you on this. I think now we have story after story, you know, with the, the message being take a kinder, a kinder, gentler approach. I think that's kind of the energy of the last few days. And I also like the idea of supporting local economy because that's really cool. I actually just saw Nextdoor. You guys know about the Nextdoor app, like that app, that the lo local stuff? Yeah. Anyway, they're opening up. There's a bookstore now opening up, a new bookstore in Virginia Highlands called Virginia Highlands Books, which is a very, yeah, I didn't see that name coming. But anyway, it's, um, but that's a cool way to like support local, local businesses. And I know that I'm just literally focusing on a, on a, on a store that's not yet open just because I saw it this morning. But there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of messages over there. You know, you're walking through, you see a farmer's market or whatever it is. You need it, you don't need it. The money's gonna go to a good place, you know what I mean? Now, the original teaching is when you're staying somewhere. That's for sure. Anyway, all right. Message is given. Message yeah, hopefully is... Yeah, Troy. Um, what about the fact that um, Jacob got Esau's birthright and Edom said, Excuse me. No. Good. You may have been the slaves, but you got everything else. Good. Good. Thanks for bringing that up. Thanks for reminding us. Yeah. Could be the old, the bad blood, the grudge is held over from the blessings. Yeah, 100%. And even if, I'm thinking now, even if, if Esau and Jacob themselves made up, but sometimes the next generation maybe says, you know what? Dad or grandpa shouldn't have made up so easily. Shouldn't have hugged him. Right? They hugged it out ultimately, right? No, that wasn't right. So, yeah, and, and by the way, I think I've told you the story about how Esau tried to, block Jacob's being buried in the cave of Machpelah and then they cut off his head and his head rolled in 
whatever. I don't want to reset that story. It's a, it's a wild, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. But anyway, and I'm just literally dropping a beheading here. Like, yeah, no big deal. But it's, I mean, it's a crazy story. But yeah, there, there might have been some bad blood after that. And you're right. You know, the, the Jacob, the younger, got the firstborn blessings. That could be a thing. You know, Edom knows that forever it's going to play second fiddle on some level or knows that it's not going to inherit the land of Israel. Yeah, so they didn't have. So, yeah, they could be holding a grudge and holding a big grudge and say, you know what? Not doing it. You're not going in. Not gonna, we're not, I'm not going to pretend to be your best friend and let you through the land. Figure it out yourself. Not helping you. I could see that. That makes a lot of sense. Thanks for sharing that, Joy. Yeah. It makes sense. You know what? If I was Edom, I'm kidding. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> um, but what's the message? What's the counter to that? You might be justified to feel, you know, grudgy. It's good. It's, it's better not to hold on to a grudge. By the way, it's one of the 613 mitzvot. Don't hold a grudge. It's one of the do not do's. It's one of the negative commandments. Don't hold, don't hold a grudge and don't take revenge. So if this was grudgery and revengery, which is not a word, if this was revenge and uh, an act of holding a grudge, it's not in the Torah. But, you know, that would be for us. So here's the deal. Know when to hold him, know when to fold him. Know when to walk away and know when to run. Not every battle is ours to fight. Sometimes, just need to go around. Detour. One thing we know, and I'll end with this lesson, which I love from the GPS. It's not exactly related, it's a little bit related. We have to learn to treat ourselves like our GPSs. Right, the GPS, the navigation thing on our phones, or remember they used to sell those standalone things, the Garmin and the TomToms? Remember those? And then, and remember they used to sell cameras? <laughs> and calculators? Now we have everything in one, everything is, huh? No, I know, I know. I'm just joking. But like everything is like consolidated. But anyway, you know, the great thing about GPS is no matter where you go, there's no judgment. Recalculating, it'll get you back on track. It's, it's fantastic, right? It's always like calm, no big deal. You made a wrong turn. It's not like, how come you made the wrong turn? Or it's, we got another way to go. It's you stay calm and you can think and you can re recalibrate. The Jews stayed calm. They asked twice. The answer is no. We're going to move on. We're not going to get all bent out of shape. Your loss, we were going to pump millions of shekels in the economy. No big deal. We'll take our business elsewhere. The complainers were like, right. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. That old generation, yeah, for sure. It seems to me, it seems clear that this new generation, it was a little softer, which is good and which is, you know, I mean, it's, it's with toughness, there's toughness. With a softer approach, there's a softer approach. Yeah, that goes back to what we said before about knowing your, knowing your crowd. It wasn't their, it wasn't their battle to fight. Now, they would have to fight battles entering the land of Israel. But right now, right now, no, no need to push. No need to push. All right. We'll continue tomorrow with the passing of Aaron, I believe, is in tomorrow's reading. Let me just do a quick double check on that. Uh, next reading. Yeah. Aaron passes away. A very, very special um, dialogue about that in tomorrow's reading. And we're going to read about the 
a war that happens. Wow, okay, wow, tomorrow has action. All right, I don't wanna to say too much. Okay, tomorrow. We got snakes, we got battles, we got Aaron's passing. It is, and even the logo for the American Medical Association comes up tomorrow. All right, that's all tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. See you guys. Take care, have a good day.